Welcome to episode number 41 of 21st Century Boys. I am Joe Crawford. And I'm James Crawford. And we hope you are having a fun new year, holiday, whatever it is that's going on. We're recording on January 2nd, so... Did you get any good presents this year, James? I sure did. What did you get that you thought was cool? I got this really cool Mickey plush from Kingdom Hearts that like moves around like he's fully posable. And I think that's pretty dope. He's pretty big too. He is and pretty I got big. A couple of games. The main one is Final Fantasy one through six. It's all the games in one cartridge and you can play it on the Switch. It's very cool. I also got some art books for series I like like Slam Dunk and One Piece. I just got a lot and I'm very happy with everything. Nice. Uh, Jack once again gave me Billy Bat, and I finally caught up. I've read volumes one through three of Billy Bat, and first one was pretty straightforward, I, I think, for the most part. Second volume was wild, um, and the third volume is, I feel like it was a lot of ninja stuff. It was a lot of ninja yeah. stuff. Yeah, so it kind of skips around with the timeline, and um, so you start with this guy who's kind of a an artist and he got the idea for a manga from when he spent some time in Japan and it turns out this like bat that he's drawing like goes back to I'm not gonna say the dawn of time but it go back it goes back at least to the time of Christ but I feel like in there like cave drawings or something of it too yeah yeah so it goes back over this really long way this bat and so it's like kind of like this this like force and so, like, it's doing all this time skipping. Like I said, it goes back to, like, uh, the Roman, uh, Judeo-Roman times. And then it's got a, a bit that's, like, in the Edo period or something equivalent. I don't know my Japanese time periods well enough. But, you know, we've got ninjas and stuff. But it's really wild and really cool. Uh, and Jack has been nice enough to track down the, I believe, from Spain. Yeah. Okay, because I was, I was like, I didn't think they were Mexican. I was thinking they were actually Spanish, Spanish, uh, meaning from Spain, Spanish. Yeah. And um, anyway, very, very cool. Uh, I One of these days, maybe Americans will put it out. I don't know. They should. It's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's what, 20 volumes? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And it's a lot of volumes. Um, well, we both got a comic today. Jack has got American Psycho number one, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it? The okay. So this is by Sumerian. And we start off we got our guy. He's eating a breakfast. Pretty big breakfast. Nah, like he's just saying the different types of things he has. Right. And it's talking about his skin routine, but in way less detail than the books, thank God. The books they'd spend like five pages. Just talking about the products he uses. Right. It's very impressive writing, but it's also a pain in the butt to read. Yeah. Like, really technical? Yeah. Yeah. So, we get here, and he's talking to Marcy. His name is Gerald. Now, to be honest, it's been a bit since I read or watched it. Sure. And so, when I think of him, I just think of Patrick Bateman. I don't think of the actual name. Right. So, I have no idea if this was his name in the previous two versions, but right. whatever. We go off, and he's like, oh, shit. So she talks about his cats and then she leaves. He's pissed. And so he's just looking at it and he spots this girl and he walks over to her. And you can see, for the most part, he doesn't really look like Christian Bale. Right. In most things, but then there's like a few comments. That, like that one, he yeah, really does. It looks like they just get. <laughs> yeah. That's, there it looks like Michael Myers. It looks like Michael Myers. 
Well, you know, it's an independent book. Sometimes the art isn't going to be on par with like a a DC or a Marvel. But it's, oh, I think it still looks pretty good. I misunderstood. That's a different person. Oh, okay. Okay, so he's stuck in them. Oh, I got you. At the beginning, but similar like skin routine. Right. The man himself. So he's talking about Wall Street. And he walks off, and then yep. They're fooling, they're fooling around. They're fooling around, but first we get him talking about like the music and stuff, which is what he talked to about to the one worker before he killed him off. Mm. And you see their little stalker guy. He's just like watching all these fools doing stuff. Yep. And then yep, they're fooling around, and he's still being weird. And he kills her. Yep. I mean, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gory, but. Could be worse. Compared to some of the stuff in the book, it's not that it's yeah. not that bad. It's not as bad as the movie either. Yeah. So we get the, into this club, and these people are dancing, and people are, like, smoking. It's so nice. And then, oh, crap. She hits him with the axe. So I guess the idea is that there's multiple, like, American psychos. Yeah, it's like the three city. of them? Yeah, so three so far. The stalker, the girl, and, you know, the main boy. Right. And then you get this one, and he stabs him, Charlie and Rawson. So, and then they, whoever that is that just killed this person, we don't know who it was, but they throw down the ID of the, is that the woman who got murdered, or is that the ID of the woman who is a killer? I think the the woman that stabbed the kid. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so somebody's trying to, like, frame her for a different murder, yep. it looks like. You see the covers? Yeah. There's a lot of Christian Bale. Influence. So yeah, pretty seemed, interesting. Seemed pretty good. Yeah, so I'll it definitely, definitely looks like a mature title. Mm-hmm. So little ones would not want to read that. Yeah. Compared to the one I'm about to read for y'all. <laughs> and this is this is this is as big as a flip as you can just about get. So um, I've been reading the Darkwing Duck series from the beginning from Dynamite, and I'll be honest with you, I have watched Darkwing Duck, but it was so long ago. I don't. I literally could tell you two things about it. Uh, one, he seems to dress like the shadow, and two, he ran around with lunch pad, launch pad McQuack. Yeah. Other than that, I don't remember anything about it. Yeah. I've so watched a bit. I don't remember anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what I know about it, I re- I know from this series. So that's where we're gonna start. So there are gonna be characters I'm gonna be like, I don't know this dude, and it's literally coming from a place of it's been. Uh, for I don't know if it's been 40 years since probably not 40 years but well over 30 some years since I've seen some of this stuff so I don't remember it anyway we're doing Darkwing Duck number 3 uh, Dynamite it is Amanda Dibert and Carlo Laura and it is a good looking comic it definitely has that Disney look to it and the Disney vibe the artist they hired uh, did a great job I just want to compliment in general Dynamite has really been doing a good job art-wise with the Disney books. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I don't always think of Dynamite as having the strongest art. I think these, though, I don't know if they've decided to put forth a little more effort because it's a license and they're trying to do a good job with it, but I I think they have looked really good. Okay, that said, you've got this guy. He looks kind of like Mario with a one-piece hat, like, (laughs) out in a garden, and... All of a sudden, he's like, uh, you know, weeding or something, and he pulls a weed, and it grows back immediately. He's like, well, that's odd. Then you see something behind him. He goes, no, no, please, no. And um, 
so the gardener's gone. So they go to the mayor and they said, our gardener at the park has vanished. And she's like, well, I got to get Darkwing. And so she goes up on the roof, uh, all of Commissioner Gordon and shines a light. And it's straight up just his profile, which is kind of funny. And Darkwing doesn't show up. And that's because in the previous issue, Darkwing pulled a Peter Parker and has hung up the... I was going to say he hung up his tights, but his clothes aren't very tight. Yeah, the cloak? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, hung up his cloak. That'll work. So anyway, he's he's camping with Goslin out in the woods, and all of a sudden he sees the... Whatever it's called, the Dark Wing. Like, it would be like the Bat Wing, but it was Dark Wing Duck's thing. And so it's Launchpad. Launchpad comes out, and he says, You can't be camping out here. And he's like, What are you talking about? And so... um. There's this guy named Molo Kulo, and I guess that is basically like one of his arch nemeses. And he has hired Launchpad because once Darkwing retired, Launchpad still needed a job. So he's like, well, I had to have a job, so I'm working now for Molo Kulo. And so they kick him out of the woods, and he's all ticked off. Um, so they go and they set a fire uh, elsewhere, and when they do, like this ghost shows up. And it's weird. Goslin's like, let me give him some marshmallows. And he's like, don't give sweets to ghosts. Who, like, has a ghost show up and you just go, like, let's give him a marshmallow. It's so weird. So then he's like, well, I'm going to get rid of this ghost. Quit feeding it sweets. And so he's, like, digging around. He's like, oh, man, I didn't pack anything but a bunch of, like, sweater vests and this. So he still has his gas gun, which he always used when he fought uh, villains. So he uses a gas gun on the ghost and goes, Bleh. How would gas work on a ghost? Can they smell? Yeah, they're stinky. Hmm. I mean, they're kind of gases themselves. Yeah. So I guess it, like, yeah. I don't know how that works. Actually. I don't either. So it, basically the ghost it doesn't really work too great on him. So the ghost gets mad and swallows him up. And then Morgana shows up. So this is one of those where I go, not only do I not know Molo Kulo, but I don't understand the history of Morgana. Was she kind of like a Catwoman character where she was, or you don't know either? I don't. <laughs> I look it it comes across as she's like a Catwoman character where she was a villain, but now she's the love interest. Anyway, it turns out she's related to the ghost, so she gets the ghost to run off. And so Darkwing is smitten with her, and he says, would you like to come and help me run the house? And she said... Sure. So next morning, Morgana's like straight up moved in. She's in there cooking breakfast and has goulash and it looks really disgusting. And he's like, nah, I'll cook breakfast. So he's cooking breakfast and it's like, it's like shooting eggs and he's catching them in a bowl. And it's kind of like Pee Wee's Playhouse, but not quite. But it's very complicated the way he does like everything. So Goslin's eating a breakfast. And she's like, I'm out of here. I'm going to school. And Morgana's trying to be the good, like, mom. And she's like, here's your pudding. And she turns uh, Goslin's friend into pudding. And so she has to take him to school. And he's a big pudding blob. Uh, Darkwing shows Morgana the house. And in the house, he's got, like, kind of a trophy room like the Justice League has got with all his, like, goodies. And he says, I was once the terror that flapped in the night. I was the just injustice ducks and also the ice and also the ducks. And he shows all these different things he did. And he said, and she's like, what is this? And he's like, I had to go to an alternate timeline. So I guess that's supposed to be like the Duck Knight mm -hmm. um, version of Darkwing. Well, he goes off to work and leaves Morgana. And she's like, hello, already? But he just left. And so apparently he got suspended from work. 
and uh, Morgana goes to pick him up, which I find very strange. I don't believe like if you got suspended from work, you're typically your wife or husband would show up and pick you up, but whatever. So he got in trouble at work, and then the next thing you know, they're at uh, the school and Goslin's, and it's being attacked by probably I'm assuming the giant plant that killed the gardener, and that is to be continued. So next week, next week, it's not weekly. Next issue in Darkwing Duck, Bushroot has taken over the community garden. Spoilers, so I guess it's Bushroot. Uh, newly retired from the crime-fighting game, Drake Mallard refuses to become Darkwing Duck again, insisting that he can take out Bushroot as a civilian. But when Bushroot turns the garden into an immense evil vegetable maze, can Drake stand idly by and not unleash the terror within him that flaps in the night? Dang, that feels like that gives you like the entire issue. Um, maybe you don't even need to read issue four, because that's basically what apparently is going to happen. Um, I really liked it. It's fun. The one thing it feels like with these, especially, it feels short. Like it feels like it's missing a couple of pages. I don't know. It just it feels like it just kind of chops off. I felt that way also when I was reading um, Scar, which is funnily enough the next ad in here. Uh, it, it felt like it would just cut off. Maleficent, I read. That was a really good one. There's an ad for the reprint of Gargoyles, which was interesting. That's like a... They're doing an omnibus of it. Mm-hmm. That would be cool to have. So it's like all the old Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they got the cover gallery with like... God, how many is that? That's crazy. So 9 times 3 minus 1. So like 26 different covers Darkwing Duck number 3 came for. That's wild to me. Um, anyway, Dynamite Disney Books, um, they're taking their sweet time on reprinting these, so if you can find them cheap, that'd be the best way to pick them up, otherwise, uh, they're fun, I've enjoyed them, mm-hmm. um, when I've been buying them on my comic shop since I missed them the first go-round, I just buy whichever cover's the cheapest that I like the best, so mm-hmm. I'm not that fussy, because I think all the covers are pretty decent. Yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, it's a good one, it's, uh... I'm kind of just walking by as the city's getting taken over. And let's see, this is cover number... Looks like it's the fifth cover. So, yeah, it's definitely not, like, the cover A. This would be cover... What is that, E? A, B, C, D, E? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so anyway. Good stuff. So, American Psycho, I'm actually kind of interested now. So, once that hits trade, I may pick that up. They've been doing several uh, movie adaptations, so... I'm curious to see how that keeps going for them. I'm not sure if they're the ones doing The Fog or not. Mm. I think they are the ones who did uh, Basic Instinct, which I thought was also an interesting choice for uh, a comic adaptation. So, I don't know. Comics are tough these days. I think a lot of the small companies are having a hard time making it. I I read something that uh, both Mag Cave and Scout, which are kind of like the upper tier... uh, of the small, small publishers are having a hard time. So, I don't know. Maybe they just need a big hit and maybe some of these movie adaptations will be the way to go. I know Mad Cave's got a couple of cool free comic book day ones coming out. Nice. They've got Gotchamon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're doing it um, with the Gotchamon title and not uh, Battle of the Planets or G-Force. That's cool. And they're also doing a Flash Gordon adaptation, which nice. I hope it goes well for them. So, anyway... Happy New Year. Happy January 2nd. Whatever. Thanks for listening. You can check us out on the tweets. Or, the, or is it the zits? 
I don't like that. I'm pretty sure I think they call them repost. What do they call it when you post? Just post? <laughs> Most people just call it totally. I know. It's so dumb. I don't like Blue Sky. They call it skeets. I don't like that. That's that sounds, it seems gross. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, we're on both. We're on Blue Sky and on Twitter. The podcast, though, is only on Twitter because I've been lazy and hadn't moved it over. It's uh, on Twitter, 2-1-S-T-E-C-E-N-B-O-Y-S, and I got stuff that keeps popping up that's really annoying on Skype. So, um, I wish that'd go away. You can hit up Jack on, at... In underscore garlic on Twitter. And you can get me at I was Joe on either one of those platforms. So thanks for listening. See you.